Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, August 25th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Joe Biden won't budge on the deadline to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan, and the U.K. is rolling out new rules to try to protect children's data online. Plus, we'll look at a lawsuit over the explosion at the port of Beirut that killed more than 200 people. It's been a year, and there is still no clarity around the situation, really. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Joe Biden is sticking to his plan to pull American troops out of Afghanistan by August 31st. The president did so despite pressure from key allies to extend the deadline. He repeated his decision yesterday. Each day of operations brings added risk to our troops, but the completion by August 31st depends upon the Taliban continuing to cooperate and allow access to the airport for those who were were transporting out. Now, some suggest that Biden doesn't want an extension because he'd have to negotiate that with the Taliban, and that could make him look weak. Here's the FT's Amy Williams on what the administration is saying to that. Their response is that it's it's not a sign of weakness. The Taliban have control of Kabul. Those are the facts on the ground. They're cooperating with the Taliban, and they want out. But they also reiterate, you know, if the Taliban use force, then U.S. forces will respond as they're allowed to do in self-defense. Uh, they're, they're quite sensitive to the suggestion that, it, that it's a weak posture, but it does seem to be true that they are relying on uh, the Taliban's cooperation at, at this time, for sure. So, Amy, let's switch gears to what is considered a pretty contentious issue, and that's uh, refugees coming out of Afghanistan. Biden touched on that a bit in his White House press conference yesterday. What did he have to say? Well, he reiterated something he said actually on Sunday when he spoke from the White House as well, which is that he feels the U.S. has a duty to take in Afghans who've helped the U.S. mission in Afghanistan to rehouse them, give them visas, let them live on continental U.S. soil. We know that the Pentagon is using four military bases at the moment. Uh, They're aiming to hold 25,000 Afghan Uh, refugees, essentially, across those four bases. Um, And we know that a few planes, I think it was four or five planes, have landed at Washington Dulles Airport so far full of refugees. And we know that that number will increase for sure. That's the FT's Amy Williams. Next week, the UK will have new rules for social media companies, video streaming services, and gaming platforms The goal is to protect children's data. The Information Commissioner's Office, or ICO, is issuing the rules, which look to limit companies from tracking location or personalizing content or advertising for kids. Regulators also want to target behavioral nudges, like automatically playing videos so that kids are hooked and keep watching. Companies that break the code could face a fine of up to 4% of global turnover. Some of the world's biggest social media companies have already announced changes ahead of the UK regulations going into effect. So take YouTube. It said it would turn off default autoplay on videos for children under 18. Instagram introduced a new feature preventing adults from messaging people under 18 who don't follow them. And TikTok said it would no longer send push notifications to kids after certain times at night. U.S. lawmakers have been keeping an eye on U.K. regulations, and they've called on American companies to adopt them, although voluntarily.
It's been a year since a massive explosion at the port of Beirut killed more than 200 people and caused billions of dollars in damage to Lebanon's capital. But no one has been held accountable yet. Now, a group of Lebanese lawyers, along with individuals affected by the blast, are suing Savaro, a chemical company that's based in the UK. The FT's legal correspondent, Kate Beerley, joins me now to talk more about this. Hi, Kate. Hi, F. Kate, can you give us some details about this case, which is now at the high court in London? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, as you said, the case relates to this massive explosion in the port of Beirut last year, which killed more than 200 people. It was caused when hundreds of tons of ammonium nitrate that were being stored in the port ignited and triggered this massive blast. So the case is being brought by Lebanese lawyers against the UK registered chemicals company, which they say was responsible for that explosion. Now, they claim that Savaro, that chemicals company, owned the chemicals and it's responsible for the blast and the attendant loss of life and all of the damage because they weren't properly stored or disposed of. And we should say that Savaro itself hasn't filed a defence yet, so we don't know what their kind of full argument will be. We know they will defend the case, um, and we know they've said that the company was dormant. Yeah, so let's talk about Savaro. What do we actually know about this company? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's helpful to go back to um, the kind of root of this issue. Uh, So this legal challenge is claiming that Savaro owns this almost 3,000 tonnes of ammonium nitrate, which was destined for an explosives company in Mozambique in 2013. What happened is the ship that was transporting that cargo founded in Beirut's port. And that material, the chemicals, were then offloaded the following year, 2014, to this port warehouse at the instructions of Lebanese court. Now, in terms of the ownership, there has been some controversy around that as well. So a new Safari director was appointed on Friday, a Ukrainian lawyer, who said that he'd acquired the company's corporate ownership. And what are the Lebanese lawyers hoping to achieve with this lawsuit? Are they seeking damages? Are they looking to assign blame? What's the direction here? Well, they are seeking damages, but I mean, mainly it's it's been a year and there is still no clarity around the situation, really. So the victims' families, you know, everyone is still really in the dark about exactly what happened and who is to blame. There is a domestic investigation into what happened, but that's been hampered by political interference. The main thing is that no one has been held accountable. So mainly lawyers just say they want justice for this horrendous tragedy. And they are also seeking damages, but those will be calculated at a later time. The main thing here is is really an attempt to hold someone to account. He purely is the FT's legal correspondent. Before we go, a word from a pandemic winner. Low and slow, 180 degrees Fahrenheit. Take a look at that sexy mahogany color off the grill. That's Danielle Bennett, otherwise known as Diva Q. She's grilling pork butts in a video for bbqguys.com. The online barbecue retailer went public this summer via SPAC, or blank check merger, at a valuation of nearly $1 billion. Now, in case you didn't know, Americans love to cook outdoors. I am very much in this category. And according to one industry survey, two out of three American adults own a grill or smoker. During the pandemic, all that time at home and outdoor entertaining made grill sales even hotter. So companies that specialize in this sort of thing seize the moment to raise money. In addition to BBQGuys.com, a company specializing in wood pellet cooking called Traeger went public via an IPO. Even the granddaddy of grill makers, Weber, decided to float on the public markets, and its shares are still cooking well above the IPO price. 
You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.